Welcome to the Hamumu Halloween Home Horror Hoedown, the podcast where we watch scary movies so you don't have to. From award-winning to completely unknown, we take them all way too seriously. I'm your host, Mike Hommel. And I'm your host, Solange Hommel. Now warning, we use a ghoulish number of spoilers, so watch the movies first. Second warning, we don't know anything about anything, so don't take us seriously as we take these movies seriously. Hi. Hi. What's going on with you? This morning it was foggy and I couldn't see the world and I felt a surprising sense of relief at that and then it stopped being foggy and I started seeing the world again and I was like, oh no. It's still there. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's not a good sign when you start thinking that being a character in The Mist might be a good idea. (laughs) It would be preferable. Kind of makes you wish you could run away to the 1980s, doesn't it? Um, I don't know, because uh, from what I remember of the 1980s, they weren't that great either. No, they they were kind of bad. And in fact... When Sabrina the Teenage Witch time travels back to the 1980s in the movie Totally Killer. From 2023. She discovers that the 80s were not that great. Yeah, that's kind of fun. It's You don't see a lot in time travel movies where you go back and actually point out like, whoa, that's racist. Yeah. Stop doing that. Yeah. Um, I actually made a note as we were watching, where I said I loved how excessively problematic everything in the 80s was. <laughs> like, it it was almost to the point, like, I know those things really happened, but it was to the point where she was experiencing them all right jam-packed, you know? It was yeah. like every single thing that happened was problematic, which maybe is how it would be, but that, Probably. Feels, that feels like a lot. I felt she was a little uh, high and mighty because... She just would come at everybody like they're just being normal as far as they know. And she's like, you can't do that. Like, relax. It's the 80s. Okay, but she didn't know the 80s. I know. I do. I I, I think you're right. I think it's a lot to expect of people living in the 1980s as their current timeline to be held to the standards of the 2020s. It's like she's the bad guy because... They're acting what is appropriate by their standards from what they know around them. And she's like, don't do that. Okay, hold on, though. What is appropriate by their standards still is in no way appropriate. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's. Yeah, it's making fun of people, which at that time they were like, you're allowed to make fun of that person for that reason. Right. But you aren't because it was never okay to do it. So, but I I do think her being, I mean, I liked that she pointed it all out because maybe all, some of those people would be like, Hmm, yes, perhaps that was, maybe she created the 2020s. Maybe. So, you know, I think educating them perhaps was important, but I I see what you mean in the sense that it was a bit of culture shock all around in both directions. Yeah, I feel like they would have found her weirder than they did, which is a whole thing. There's a whole deal where she gets in with, like, the mean girls, and she constantly causes problems for them, and they get real mad about it. But 
they like kind of accept her as one of them from the beginning. Like they're like, okay, you're one of my friends now, even though everything you do is totally ruining my life. Well, they were mean to her, but they still let her hang around. Yeah, and then she yeah. she'd be like, "Oh, our friend is is not doing well. You got to go help her." They should have been like, "Who are you? Why, yeah. You don't know her." Yeah, I mean, is that sort of what happens though when a new girl comes to school? Like, there's that transition period of them figuring out like, I don't know where they fit in, and I don't know. I've They're... never tried to fit in. <laughs> it's sort of like. They figured out she sort of was becoming friends with some of them, Mm -hmm. especially her mom slash the leader of the gang, which is kind of why it maybe works. But I see your point there. Hmm. So this movie is about a serial killer who's going around town murdering people. And conveniently, similar murders happened 40 years earlier in the 80s and our main character, Sabrina the Teenage Witch's best friend, is building a time machine for science fair, like you do. Like you do. And we go back in time to stop the original murders. So that's the plot. I've spent the last, like, 15 minutes doing the math in my head. <laughs> Good. <laughs> On my fingers. <laughs> yeah, that's not your head. I just want to make you aware that her going back to the 80s from 2023 is like if someone from... The 2060s. Oh no, it's this issue. Came back to visit us. Yeah. But from, we don't, from 2063. But we don't know what the 2060s are like, so that doesn't really mean much. I know that they are a long time in the future. <laughs> About 40 years. Like, I would that's. Say. I am still struggling with the idea that there's a date that has a 23 at the end of it in the first place in the 20s. Like, I'm still struggling that we're in the 21st century. Yeah, like, Y2K just happened, and it's Literally. been 23 years. Literally. Like, I'm still mind-boggled at the idea that I start writing the date on my checks with a 2. I have a dumb problem with Y2K, which is that... There was a My Name is Earl episode that took place during Y2K. It was a flashback because that show was more recent than that. And it, you know, showed how they went through Y2K together. And since that time, I've thought of when I saw that episode as the year 2000. (laughs) And that was like, what, 10 years ago? Yeah, at most. (laughs) And so I'm like... Gee, it was so recent. No, it was not. No, it wasn't. It was back in approximately 2000. It's a problem because it, it was one of those, like, like the turn of the century was a, a major, like, pinpoint, right? Like, yeah. my brain pinned that moment as, like, this is an important, like, moment. This is the future is how my brain pinpointed well, yeah, it. That's it the is. thing. It's the this year is 2000. The future. And now my brain is pinned on this is the future 23 years ago. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah, we don't have jetpacks. We don't have flying cars. Like, how did we get here? I don't even know. Also, I've been watching these West Wing episodes that are almost 20 years old. Yeah, the final episode of West Wing was in 2006. Nothing has changed. (laughs) Like, every chaotic dramatic thing that they experienced politically in the Bartlett administration 
It's like someone was seeing the Biden administration. Yeah. I, I saw you watching the Gaza and Israel episode, and I was like, ooh, yeah, they're still at it. Literally yesterday, I watched an episode where one of the characters is talking about how frustrating it is that like five extremists on the right wing in the House can hold up the entire <laughs> House speaker vote. And I was like, yeah, 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 that can happen. That can happen. It's true. Okay. So anyway... Back to the movie because reality oh, we is did watch much a movie. too upsetting to think about. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. But not Melissa Joan Hart. No, the modern Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Mm-hmm. Speaking of things that <laughs> happened 20, 40 years ago. That's true. The new Sabrina the Teenage Witch is connected to these murders that are happening because her mother was part of the mean girl group and three of the four mean girls got murdered 40 years ago. And now in the present time, her mom ends up murdered (gasps) and she has to go back to save her mom. And I guess if she's back there, she maybe will try to save some of these other girls. I guess. I mean, they are terrible. So and she doesn't do a very good job of saving. them. That's true. A lot of them get killed. Yeah. Yeah. So there's time travel, there's mysterious serial killers, there's a murder mystery podcaster. Uh, Like, what else could this movie possibly have? Old people, sick people, and people with dogs. Those are all the things that Randall Park, as a cop, said he hates. Right? (laughs) Yeah. It's an interesting list. Yeah. So the fun thing for me was seeing, like, first you meet all of these characters in the modern time and you see who they are. You know, they're the principal, they're the PE coach, they're the, you know, whatever. And then she goes back to the 80s and you get to see all of these people who are currently in charge of the community she lives in as the beanbag teenagers they were. Yeah. It's interesting that None of them left. None of them none of them didn't fulfill the same role they did in high school. <laughs> Small town living. Yeah. That was my note of massive foreshadowing in every line of this movie before she goes back in time. It was like everything everyone said was like, well, when I was a kid, blah, blah, blah. Or, oh, he always used to be the worst. And yeah. so on. And there were things just, just, it happened so much. Like literally every line would be somehow loaded with, okay, I'm going to, there's something I need to be watching for in the past. I think loaded is a very good word for this movie because in both directions too, like everything that happens in the past too, you're also like, oh, I'm going to learn something in the future that's connected to this. Like, yeah. Heavy-duty foreshadowing. This was not a subtle movie. Not super subtle. I don't think it was trying to be a subtle movie. It was trying to be ridiculous. Yeah. I did like how every once in a while we would jump back to the future. Oh, yeah. Where Jamie is missing. Yeah. And seeing how the things that she's... The the actions she's taking in the past are impacting the future. Like... Her poster of heavy metal rocker Eddie Royal changes to a poster of 
emo musician yeah. Eddie Royal. One waterbed away. Yes, because that's how close he was to death. <laughs> and like little things like that, like the world keeps changing or the people in the future keep like they're they'll be like, but wait, I thought she died here. But now everything says that she died in this other place because yeah. things are changing in the past and that they explain that as the Mandela effect. Yeah, that's fun. I think there was an earlier movie where I was talking about the Doctor Who time travel system where when you go back in time, time keeps passing in the present at the same rate. And conceptually, that makes no sense at all. That's not a thing, but that's what this movie does too. And so we've got two simultaneous timelines, except one is changing the other as it goes. Because time is like a river. It's like a river. It's all (laughs) flowing at the same rate. When we watch time travel movies, do you like this kind of time travel where we're seeing, you know, the direct impact? Basically the butterfly effect, right? Yeah, that's fun. You know, everything that happens has a direct impact and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or do you prefer some other kind of handling of the messiness of time travel, like the paradox or the multi-universe or, you know, what's your preferred? Well, you know what's really kind of fun and it's sort of lame in a way, but I like it, is when nothing you do in the past matters. You think it's going to matter, but it turns out that whatever you did is what happened because it's the past. Like and a Final Destination kind of style thing where, I mean, that's not really time travel, yeah. but like the idea that everything is predetermined and you cannot change yeah. it. And if you try to change it, it's going to, everything is going to work to get back to where it's well, supposed to be. Yes, but not not that it's going to do any weird shifts, just that the whole reason you ended up in the place you ended up in the future is because of what you did in the past. Right. And you're like, oops, guess I shouldn't have done that. But if you hadn't done it, then the present would have been different. And then then you would have wanted to do it because, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, is that like a 12 monkeys sort of thing? Does 12 monkeys go that way? I don't remember, but it sounds Uh, like it. Sorry. Uh, Yeah. No spoilers. (laughs) Cause I don't remember. Okay. What do you like in time travel? I don't know. I I I said hmm. they each have their place, right? I agree with that. I, one thing I'm not super crazy about and I'm not sure why. I think it's because it confuses me and that frustrates me and then I'm <laughs> like this is stupid. I am not loving the way they're doing time in Loki and the way they're trying to fix the time problems in Loki. Like there's all the different branches. Branches are fine. They're going in all the different places. Multi-universe, not a problem. But then I don't know. There's maybe it's just Loki is confusing me because there's a lot going on and I haven't been paying close enough attention, but it feels messy to me. And then it feels like it's trying to use too many of the different things. Mm. And I'm like, pick a style, either it impacts or it doesn't, or you either it branches or it paradoxes. Like, you can't have it all. And I feel like Loki's trying to have it all. Uh, I believe that was directed by Benson and Moorhead. So it's perfect. Uh-huh. Maybe it's just too smart for me. Uh, I think we've discovered the issue. <laughs> I prefer something simple like Totally Killer, where it's very easy to see. And you can also be like, this is dumb. <laughs> yeah, it was dumb. <laughs> but it's fun dumb. Well, okay. Let's discuss... The grand finale 
the battle aboard the the quantum drop the quantum drop which is a weird name because it doesn't drop it spins yeah also i'm pretty sure that's just a name they made up for this show because sure i i think it's called like the gravitron or something like that like there is a ride like this i'm sure there's a bunch of them but like i remember in the 80s being (laughs) in the parking lot of our city park where a carnival was set up that looked almost exactly like the well not exactly because it wasn't permanent, but like a temporary carnival setup that had that exact ride it was not called the Quantum Drop. Well, then this movie is a load of beanbags. Or it was called the Quantum Drop, and I'm remembering a different name because of the Mandela effect. That's almost certainly what happened. <laughs> But their big finale is because they needed the quantum drop to power their time machine. It makes sense, people, that they have Obviously, because she was using one of those, like, photo booth ones. Right. And it got stabbed in the face with a knife, which Turns is what out made it work in the yeah, first place. You have to stab it. It can only work once because now it's broken. Yeah, it got stabbed. But they had to set it up spinning. And so, of course, the killer's coming in mm-hmm. and murdering people that are being spun around and the physics of it were maddening because you know in this kind of ride you get pinned to the wall yes and they played with that about three different ways none of which made sense it was whatever they needed in that exact moment whether that exact moment matched what they needed in the moment before or the moment (laughs) after because when they needed her to be unable to move or the bad guy to be unable to move, then gravity worked the way it yeah. works. Centrifugal force was at play. But then when she needed to be able to get off the wall into the center, which is where the time travel happens, obviously. Yeah, that's the machine. Or he needed to be able to get off the wall to get to, to try to stop her. Then they were both able to move toward the center yeah. No problem. But, well, problem. They had to move like they were fighting the wind. Right. Or climbing a hill, I guess. And and for a while, they were standing on the <laughs> yeah. outside walls yeah. as if they it was the ground, which I guess sort of makes sense if the centrifugal gravity or the centrifugal force is in play. But then but somehow they were gravity. also able to climb the ground of the thing. <laughs> yeah. Which is now a wall, according to the new gravity, but they were able yeah. to climb it. Like, and, yeah. and the real gravity is happening at the same time. So you can't, you, you would be down on the floor if you were standing on the wall. You can hover in the middle of the wall. Like, there's gravity. I, I am not smart <laughs> enough to understand how all of those forces would work, but I know it's not the way they showed them it's working. Very much not, especially since it contradicted itself multiple times. Yes. But that was the dramatic finale, and in it, the killer ends up stabbing her teenage mom, who gets flung out into the time stream because she falls out the window, and that is ignored. That didn't ha- <laughs> it didn't matter. Wait, and then what happens to the killer? Because I I had the question. I'm like, wait oh, a minute. I this know. thing is the time travel machine. There are three of them. Like her. Her teenage mom is now going to be in the same time as her... (laughs) Nope, don't worry about that. Oh, right. Her dead mom? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then the bad guy is going to be in the same... Like, I was all weirded out, but then... So her mom got thrown out into the time stream. Which... Which apparently had no impact whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, I guess she continued to live her life from the past to the... She never got in? Because 
if she got in, she disappeared and she would be gone. It, it, it undid everything. Okay, but then the, the bad guy got in. Yes. And then what happened to him? Well, we were informed before this thing started spinning for some reason that if you are in the middle and get pulled to the side, you will explode right. into pink mist. Right. Even though it's also something you could just walk against as if it were right. a hill. And it so will he explode you. Was turned into pink mist. Yeah. But again, doesn't that mean that her mom disappeared at the age of eight, 16 or whatever, as did this other guy? Well, no, because she fell into the time stream and everything about it was undone and her life was normal. But not with the bad guy because he didn't fall back into the time no, stream. because he exploded. He exploded. That was the end of his timeline. Yeah. Weird. And then she gets home and everything is okay. Everything is better. So much better. Except that now she has a brother she didn't know about. And yeah. his name is her name and she has a different name. Oh, I remember. It's because her parents got together like 20 oh, years right. sooner than they should have. No, it was not a long time. It was like a, a year, a couple years. I don't know. No. A lot of years? It was at least four years because they were talking about how they didn't get together during high school. Yeah. They got together after college. Oh. And it didn't make any sense to me. I think I missed something. But, like, she was 16 years old. Jamie mm -hmm. was 16 years old. And she goes back 35 years, mm -hmm. and her mom is 16 years old. Yeah. So her mom was in her 50s. This is what I'm saying. Her mom was 51 years old. So she was 51. She had a 16-year-old daughter. That's 35. And they said, I don't even know. I don't know. It was all confusing. Her brother's <laughs> significantly older than she is, though. Yes. And apparently they were just going to name whatever first kid popped out of that lady. That kid's name was Jamie, yeah. no matter what. I mean, that's that's how time travel works. Yes. So now she has a brother who's like, I don't know, maybe 16 years older than her. However, I don't, However I don't know how many. math works out. <laughs> yeah. Who has her name, and now she has a completely different name. And there's a whole book of things that are the same or things that are different based on what happened that her best friend's mom gives her because she has now been best friends with both her best friend and her best friend's mom, depending on which time timeline she's Yeah. Had. And her poor best friend's mom was like, Jamie disappeared. I mean, she knew why. Got in the time machine and left at age 16. And then she never sees her again for 35 years. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... She didn't know that that was a time traveler, so uh, she, she, she set she it okay up. okay with it, but yeah. I wrote a note about an alternate ending that could have happened to this movie. Okay. I'd like to hear it. Because in using the quantum drop, she time travels back to the modern day when the amusement park is abandoned. Yeah. And... No one is ever going there, and now she's inside this quantum drop <laughs> ride, which has like a heavy door that closes, and you're like fully enclosed in it. Yeah. Which surely, after 35 years, has been like rusted shut. So she time travels back to her modern time, but then dies of thirst and or starvation what? because she's trapped inside the quantum drop, and there's not one person who would ever think to look for her there. What a fun idea. Until sometime they're like dismantling the amusement park and they open it up and they're like, oh my gosh, there's this like 
your missing daughter was in here. here. She got trapped in the quantum drop somehow way back when she went missing. And nobody knows about the time travel or anything. She went missing. And it's because, like, like when kids, you know, climb into refrigerators that they it's find in the woods. just like a refrigerator. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's very plausible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, except that wouldn't have happened because there was one person who knew to look for her there. Yes. Wait. Her best friend's mom. Right. I was going to say her best friend, and I thought that didn't make sense. But yes, her mom did know. Unless she forgot, because it's been a long time. Well, she did say she meant to be there. She was But she got held up somehow. Yeah. No, because daylight savings. Oh, right. So she was an hour off. Which happened to us this morning, too. I know. today happens to be, on recording day, happens to be daylight savings time, which is... How you know we recorded this way before we released it. No secrets. (laughs) This is like time travel. We're back months ago. Okay, if I go missing, go look for me inside the quantum drop. I don't want to starve to death in there. I just want to let you guys in on a secret is that we... We wanted to do our break, but we had a couple more movies we had to review. So we're saving them for the start of the new season. So just this is us from the past. Hi, everybody. Hi. This is a whole different year. It's time travel. You guys probably have way better social norms than we do. And I apologize for all the way we've been acting. Yeah. Yeah. I apologize for the way Libby is acting, too. She's wound up. What are you doing, girl? She's like, I don't know, don't judge me. Just on top of my gantry. Ratings. The impression I got from watching this was that you were having a fun old time with all the stupid 80s shenanigans. And I just wasn't. It did not work for me. And this is one of those things. I talk about this sometimes, and it hasn't happened in like, I think, a year at least of watching movies, which is many, many movies where I'm watching a movie and I cannot connect with the characters in the sense that like the way they think, the way they're choosing what to do and stuff. I'm like, no, none of it. Like it it must be in the writing because like none of what any character wants to do makes sense to me. And I'm like, who are these people? This is not how human beings behave. And so I was just very stuck on that and like couldn't couldn't get into the movie because these people were not human people to me. I was dehumanizing them, which is terrible. Don't do that. So I didn't enjoy it very much. And it it wasn't that funny. It was definitely trying to be funny. It's very much a comedy. And the time travel was insane. Didn't make any sense. So, I don't know. It wasn't great for me. It wasn't the worst. I could watch it. But I was super excited to watch this movie. I was revving up for it. And it just failed me. So, I was very sad. And I'm going to give it only two and a half nail guns out of five. Fair. Fair. Your perception of how I was enjoying this movie is correct. Aha! I think that what happened is I disconnected from reality very early on in this movie. I was like, like you oh. want to do. Yes, because these days I am not looking for anything that is even remotely close to the reality that is the hellscape we live in. So this was exactly the kind of movie I needed. I needed something that was ridiculous, had the like 
horror in air quotes, <laughs> like someone is, you know, trying to kill people and whatever, but, but was not horrific in any way. I needed time travel that didn't make any sense. I needed people that made completely irrational decisions. <laughs> like all of the things you said, I completely agree with. And that's oh. what I wanted. I think it was a ridiculous movie. There's no reality in it whatsoever. And that was what I liked about it. Huh. It's very possible that in a different mindset, or if I were in a different mind space, that I would feel the same way you did about this movie. But Darn right. the way I was approaching it was like, oh yes. Like I don't have to I don't have to think about this movie. I don't have to worry about what's going on. There's nothing based in reality here. And then it was just like Benny Hill style tromping through time sort yeah. of nonsense. And it had all kinds of those like good eighties tropes of the mean girls and the jocks or bullies and, you mm -hmm. know, nerds or nerds. And it, you know, it was a comfortable place because that's where I grew up. So it was easy to fall back into like, yeah, yeah this is how people are. <laughs> but at the same time, it appealed to modern me because I have a hard time watching those things now because I'm like, ew, we were all terrible in the 80s. Yeah. But to have this character go back and we could like, I could be in the comfort of all of these familiar tropes while at the same time having someone who is that part of my brain going, <laughs> ew, that was gross. Yeah. You can't talk like that about people. Ooh, no, that's unacceptable. <laughs> it was like the best of both worlds for me. It's perfect. It was perfect. Five plus? Uh, no, because it was actually kind of a dumb movie. <laughs> I will give it three and a half nail guns out of five. It was definitely not, like, I'm not saying to everyone, this is a classic. You're going to want to see this because it's going to be part of the zeitgeist. <laughs> yeah. However, if you, like me, feel like the world is intolerable. They won't because there are several months in the future when everything's great again. I truly hope that that's true. I am happy for all of you, and I am excited to be there with you. And if for some reason some of you are still struggling, <laughs> this might be a movie to watch because it's very uh, light. It is very light. It's light and fluffy with lots of loaded foreshadowing and yeah. ridiculousness. Yeah. You know what time travel I like is... Uh, this is one that's very dumb is Bill and Ted style where like they're in a predicament and then instead of really solving it, they just go, Oh, I know in the future we'll come back and put a thing here. So yes. then they just reach up and grab that thing. And it, it was there because in the future they're going to put it there. Oh, back to the future too. <laughs> right? Like yeah. Bill and Ted back to the future. That's 80s style time travel, my friend. That's how they did it in the eighties. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. I like that too because it's very light. It's very it's fluffy. Very light and fluffy. Yeah, and and it and it immediately is apparent. Like we're not trying to address the true nature of time travel. <laughs> yeah, which then takes a whole load off. If you're watching anything that's trying to be serious and it trips over itself too many times, it's really hard to get into it because yeah. you're like, that's not no, you're you're not following your own rules. And this one was like, eh, no rules. It okay. just happens. Well. It's enough time spent in the past. We're going to have to jet forward to the future now and join you guys in the amazing utopia in which you live. Yay! Where we're going to watch more future! scary movies together. 
2024 where everything is fine. I can't wait. It's going to be so great. (laughs) See you there, everybody. Bye. Hey, party people, this is your old pal Mikey on KFM 47. Does the fact that you're using a silly voice mean that it's working now? Using a silly voice. Yes, you were. You were using a performer voice. I would never...